Episode 380. How are you feeling? Feeling excellent. Great. Feeling really good. Feeling in the in the holiday spirits. Good. Feeling I know ready. it's a tough time though for a lot of people. It lot of is. People oh my mm-hmm. gosh, that was exactly something that I wanted to talk about this episode. Yeah. I well, and it all started when uh uh Susie have you seen so you know a while back we talked about the miss monopoly game where we were like oh my god what is this well, yes i've got a new uh game well Thing to be mad at well, yes old game recently redone who's doing this you're gonna just die over this one tell me Seuss. the game uno has been revamped for the holidays and is now advertised as nonpartisan Uno. No Mm-mm. red or blue cards means no taking sides. What the fuck? This is on the box. The, I'm reading to you what the sense. box says. The box also has politics with like the big no sign, you know, like the like almost like the no smoking yeah. thing. And it says that the classic red and blue cards w- were replaced with more politically neutral colors of orange and purple. That's stupid. And they believe that... Oh, and also they've added a veto card in there mm-hmm. where the new no. veto card skips that player's turn and makes them change the subject. What the fuck? Who is talking during Uno? And who... Like, how many games of Uno... Like, when you see things that are red and blue, all of a sudden you become, like, politically yeah. charged? That's not how it works. And also, we're like, this is all in line with, like, talking about the holidays... That are red and green. So, like, I mean, I know that it's, like, not red and blue, but still, it's like, oh, <laughs> we're going to just get rid of a color and all of a sudden people are going to not engage in politically yeah, charged conversations. Right. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Why are When's we trying to make time? political statements in board games? Well, that's the thing. When has Uno ever been political? Correct. And any game that says, like, age is five and up, come on. <laughs> You're playing with, like, Lincoln. That's insane. You know, you think Lincoln's like, oh, God, here I am looking at that red card just thinking, oh, God, those Republicans. Do you think that this is just a gimmick and this is just to get people talking about Uno? Maybe. It might be. It, it, that might be the case. It says it can be found at Walmart stores for five ninety nine. Oh, my God. This, yeah. ma- this makes me want to do a numero dos because that is so stupid. <laughs> yep. I was, I was listening to the two of them talk about this on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And they were saying like, you know, all of this talk about politics and yet we're still playing a game called Uno. Where it's like, right. what do you think the Republicans are feeling about how we're just... Right. It's not even an American game. Right. It's like so silly. <laughs> Oh, my God. I do love Uno, though. Well, I mean, it's a bit early for me to say this, but I think that it's timely all the same. Mm -hmm. If you are going to play a game, you should play Best Fiends. I love it. Sarah loves this game, as do I. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Of all the things we talk about in the show, I would say this has been the thing people have tweeted at me the most Oh, same. They get addicted. They're like, oh, my God, you guys were right. Yeah, because it is really fun. Because it is so fun. They just want to keep getting up on the levels and seeing all the cute characters. It's challenging and fun. There's puzzles. Um, It's just really cute, and people seem to be really enjoying it. And it's a nice break from the craziness of this time of year. And, you know, 
work and buying stuff and whatever. You just need a downtime moment. Best Fiends is a great option. And they keep updating the game monthly with new levels and events and stuff, so it never gets old. People don't get bored. Um, and you can engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Yes. Go. Yes. We're, we're, like we're playing uh, uh, games big at your holiday gatherings when you were growing up? Yeah, I loved that. What that were your favorites? Best. Like Pictionary. Oh, God, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, I was telling you to bring um, categories to my house. Because... Yes. And Taboo. Got it. How Oh, do I have Taboo? I think, I, think I, I do. Oh, you think you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 you yeah. do. I've definitely seen that at your house. Yeah. yeah. What did you play? Um, We were big on charades. Oh! It was pretty much the only time that people in my family didn't talk is when they were performing and like you weren't allowed to. So I get really irritated during charades at the people that like just scream out the obvious stuff like sounds like. Oh yeah. Sounds <laughs> like you. Right. <laughs> First word. That's so First funny. Word. That's like might be me who does that. It probably but is I me. I get it because that is the game, but it's just like okay. Oh, we, I get we so know. excited, right? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. Oh man! But the games are like are like what you know always what I look forward to most. But you know I feel like most people. You know, this is a very busy time for therapists. The holidays. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because everybody's like all of the the family stuff kind of comes out. You know, and yeah. everybody's like this time of year is so difficult. And I really do blame holiday stress and like expectations really yes. of what the holidays should be like. And we, yeah. all, we all know about that. Yeah. I think that when you're a kid and the holidays are quite fun, at least they were for me, Yes, that you, th- you don't realize they probably weren't that fun for the adults. Uh-huh. And so then when you become an adult and they kind of suck, you think your life sucks or you're a failure. Well, really, you're just growing oh, up. Oh, <laughs> God. What do you think? Is that false or true? No, I think I, well, I think you might be right. I mean, this, this is, this sounds like way off topic, but I swear it's related. But the other day I was talking about earthquakes and how like, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. In a weird way, I love earthquakes. And my explanation for why was because I was in the Northridge, like, uh, you know, I was about like mm-hmm. six or whatever when the Northridge yes. earthquake hit. And when exactly. it did, I didn't have to go to school for a week. Right. I, the, so my experience as a six-year-old or eight-year-old, however old I was, was uh, woke up in the middle of the night, real exciting, shaking house. Like that was like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Never seen this. And at the time I was uh, uh, watching a lot of X-Files and I had no frame of reference for an earthquake but I did know that when the house shook and the lights flickered, according to the X-Files, aliens were here. And so <laughs> when that happened, I was like, aliens are here! And I was convinced it was like an alien attack. So yeah. that was already exciting. And then, uh, you know, my dad pulls me out of bed. I go downstairs. We all go outside and the earthquake's over, blah, blah, blah. And then we have no gas and no electricity for like, I don't know, three or four days. And everybody's food in the refrigerator is going bad. So my entire neighborhood and everybody was off work and everything. We threw a block party. 
We had mm-hmm. all, br- brought all the barbecues out, cooked all the food. I had a next door neighbor that was a musician and he brought out his like wireless amps and like generators or whatever. And he, he like played music and we just had like a big party. So in my mind, earthquake equals block party, no school, super fun. Now, if I were an adult who had to call the gas company, deal with all the insurance yeah, stuff, exactly. blah, 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 I'd be like, fuck earthquakes. This is awful. So I think it's kind of like that where you're just yes. enjoying. It's the same kind of thing, right? Totally. Yes. yes. See, I told you it was related. So yeah, yeah I think is. that's kind of what's going on here. And then as you just get older, the realities and expectations, like, you know, your expectation is of how it was when you were a kid and things yeah. like. Well, and also as you grow up, you have a few more opportunities for kind of some unhappy memories maybe do. True. You know? Yeah. And you think it's supposed to be like those Hallmark movies and then it's not. Yes, 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 yes. It's a bummer, man. But there's a lot of scholarly articles out there on, like this has been heavily researched on like stress and coping and families and like holiday stressors and things like that. And it's like, you know, even WebMD has a whole thing about like, tips to avoid holiday stress and anxiety because like (laughs) this is like a real like what do you do around the holidays to kind of like do you feel like it's a real stressful time for you when you're like for me it is not but I get why it is for a lot of people I really enjoy the whole process and even the the shopping and thinking of gifts and stuff like that so it doesn't feel like drudgery but I think for a lot of people it can be very overwhelming and also just sad. Like you just feel like your life is – because people reflect, I yes. think. And yeah. they look back on the year and they think like, did I make anything of myself or whatever? And oh. that's what gets people down. But yep, it's- I'm sad all year. Oh, get out. <laughs> I am. Or anxious or whatever. So it's like no different in December. So this – a uh, professor at Harvard University Medical School uh, named Duckworth, that's his last name, I don't know what his first name is, but he says that during holidays, a lot of childhood memories come back and you may find yourself dwelling on what was inadequate about your childhood and what was missing. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was getting down on myself recently because I thought, I was thinking about stuff that I'm resentful about from my past. And I thought, I am 40 years old. I really should have wrapped this up by now. Mm -hmm. But I decided that was not fair because (laughs) as you have more experiences and you have more frames of frame of reference Mm -hmm. for stuff, you're never going to be done with reflecting on the events of your life because you have new information that's happening all the time. Absolutely. I'm letting myself continue to reflect and and whatever. I'm glad you say that because uh, all... Also, so there's this there's phrase that we use in therapy called going home. And what happens when somebody goes and returns to their like family of origin or even like the same environment, how mm-hmm. often we are brought right back to the same emotional uh, uh, maturity level that we were when we were a child in those places. Yeah. So when you're thinking and you're kind of like recalling those memories, to kind of be aware of... How old are you when you're thinking about this? When Mm -hmm. you're recalling all these memories, are you processing this from the point of view of 17-year-old you who may be, I don't know, may have less awareness or you're maybe looking at things still through that kind of like lens or translating them through, you know, your, your, um, I don't know, the way you think about things when you're 17 or Mm -hmm. are you really looking at it with your adult like 
you know, more executive functioning, more like, you know, better perspective, all this. And it's something that we have to really be aware about and be like conscious of and, you know, put in the effort to go, huh, who's talking right now? And when we ask ourselves that question, most of the time it's the little kid Mm. because it'll be tied to a specific memory. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, I was like, you know, seven when this happened. Am I reacting kind of like a seven-year-old right now? Mm. And we do that. And when you can bring in that awareness, you realize and you like process the same memory. You're like, wait, I don't care about this. This doesn't really matter. Or like, I get it now. You know, my relative was dealing with their own shit. Yeah, that's helpful. You know, or like Mm -hmm. my parents reacted like this because they didn't have the tools and... You know, they were just trying to survive. And, you know, maybe that holiday was really stressful for them because they were going through financial hardships and they were just trying to make the holidays nice for us kids and whatever, you know. Yeah. Like I say to everybody, you've got to kind of zoom out on life and be like, what else is contributing to this? And that's almost impossible to do when we're thinking from that, like, kid point of view still. Yeah. 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 It, and and I'm just allowing myself to continue to reflect, and yeah. I will try that trick though, and think about who's, yes. who's thinking this thought. Yeah, who's think who's speaking right now? Mm, yeah, it's so important. There was something else they said in this article that it said one of the other things that makes people kind of sad on the ho- or adds to that holiday stress is that it's the monotonous and sameness of family holidays that depresses them. The same faces, Aww. the same jokes, the same food on the same china plates. Really? I like that. I do too. It's like the opposite for me. I'm like, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, when we have our holidays together, how how would I bring over some of that china and and do your table settings for it? You You bring whatever you want, Sarah. I'll do that. That sounds festive. I (laughs) like that. I'll do your table settings. I'd like to. Thank you. You're welcome. And when you come over, make sure you're wearing your Fabletics. Oh, okay. Well, uh, my stretchy pants so I can eat all that holiday food (laughs) and not feel bad about it or at least feel comfortable. I actually saw um, Katie Lee, she's on the Food Network, and she was talking about how that's the one thing that she tells people you should dress up for the holidays, but she doesn't do it. She's like, (laughs) I wear stretchy pants. I want to be able to eat. Yes. Um, And Fabletics is great for that. They are really cute loungewear, activewear, and it's affordable. They have adorable sets that are great for yoga or running or whatever you need, bras, accessories. Um, they have you covered, um, and they're super affordable but high quality. And so you're not going to pay an arm and a leg, and you're still going to get your nice uh, athleisure or workout clothes. And they wanted to give you guys a deal, and I recommend those pants I always wear. I wore them um, yesterday. I love them. They're so great, um, and a lot of the clothes have pockets too, which is so nice for your phone or whatever you have carrying with you. Um, you can get two leggings for only $24. It's a $99 value when you sign up for the VIP program. Be sure to check out our favorite leggings, which are those pants that I told you about with the zips, and get them while they're in stock. And their designs change monthly, so make sure you check that out. Go to fabletics.com slash braincandy to take advantage of the deal. That's fabletics.com slash braincandy to get two pair of leggings for only 24 bucks at fabletics.com slash braincandy. There's no commitment um, to purchase monthly, and you get free shipping on all orders over 49 bucks. And uh, fabletics.com slash braincandy is the ticket. Yes. All right. right. So I'm going to totally change gears here with something that I've been meeting to talk to you about for a little while, and I can't believe we haven't talked about it. Did you see, I'm sure you have, 
uh, South Dakota's new uh, uh, campaign for anti-drugs. Oh, my God, yes. Meth. We're on it. We're on it. What (laughs) is happening? Who thought that was a good idea? Do you... I wonder. I wonder, though, if that was intentional. Oh, what? To get everybody, like... Yeah, to be, like, I don't know, provocative or... I don't know. I don't think so. You think it was an accident? I... Ooh, it's real tough. I mean, we're all talking about it, but I don't know if it's... Was the campaign to say to raise awareness about addiction or what? Yeah, it's to address the state's methamphetamine crisis. It says that in a state, the state has twice as many seventeen or twelve to seventeen-year-olds who reported using meth compared with the national average. Oh my God! Why are they doing so much meth up there? Apparently, there's not a lot to do in South Dakota besides meth. <laughs> Stop. Well, I mean. <laughs> You'd think they're all like naturey and outdoorsy and like all cowboys and stuff. The ads are so weird. There's like one of the pictures is like an old guy, like he's probably like eighty something, leaning against a fence. He kind of looks like the Marlboro Mar- Marlboro cowboy, yeah, yeah. and it yeah. says like meth. I'm on it. <laughs> it's just what, and it's a, a half a million it. dollar campaign. It kind of makes me real happy. And then there's like a picture of like a, a high school football team. Same <laughs> They're thing. They're on it too. Meth, we're <laughs> on it. Yeah, we know. That's why, like, it's really, it just looks like all these people are, are like. On meth. Hi, my name is Joe and I'm a meth addict. Hi, Joe. <laughs> like. What were they thinking? Well, this is real funny you say that because it says Beth Egan, an associate professor for advertising at Syracuse University, this is in an article in the Washington Post, uh, had similar concerns about the ad. Her first reaction, she said, was, what were they thinking? Wait, is that a joke? No, that's what she said. Oh. <laughs> Those, that's her yeah. exact. It says one of the, then she continued. She said, one of the things that struck me, obviously, is one of the things that struck me is obviously everyone gets the play on words. They're trying a twist. But what they're missing is that advertisers no longer have control of the conversation. You need to be mindful of how consumers are going to take it and run with it on their own. Hmm. So that implies that it was intentional, that they were being like a play on words, well, yeah. but they thought we would all just appreciate it. Yeah. I don't and know. We don't. They called it a bold, innovative effort like the nation has never seen before. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. I wonder what the, um, the, the bullet points of their plan are, though. What, how are they on it? That yeah, how are they on it? Like, are you doing anything to stop? Because right now, like, meth, we're on it. Like, it's, I don't know, <laughs> meth, we're stopping it. Like, what's the next plant? What's is the meth? Next? This is a stupid question, but is meth an opioid? Uh oh my god, no! I think it falls oh. into the stimulant category because it's a, it's a uh, methamphetamine. It's an amphetamine. So yeah, it's a stimulant. You know what's crazy? I read this article about it was why are Americans in so much physical pain? Because we oh. uh, do take a lot of opioids, even you know, for real pain, not just the people that are addicted. Yeah. And uh, the article was saying obesity was one of the reasons <gasps> that you know our bodies are you know taxed under the weight of our own yes. self. Um, one thing I learned though was it said opioids increase the perception of pains pain rather than dull it i don't get that opioids increase well maybe it's one of those things where if you 
alter the pain receptors that may make them more sensitized when they don't mm-hmm. have the pain medication mm-hmm. like that or it's also maybe it could be like a uh kind of like our own mind kind of, what's like almost not like a placebo effect but like uh, oh what is it like where you're you're priming the brain to like think that it's mm-hmm. in pain because yeah you desire the you desire the opioids yeah mm-hmm. do you feel like you have a low pain tolerance or high pain tolerance low me too you do oh wait no high high i have a high one you have a low yeah, pain no, tolerance low. yeah i'm very sensitive okay okay yeah 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 no I. but you've always said that you have a high pain tolerance yeah and i i don't know like when i was growing up we never i mean obviously not meth but we never took anything for <laughs> any sort and no opioids or anything but like <laughs> my mom's cure like when we got sick you know right. we never took like sudafed or like that kind of stuff that's like what did you, you know, take uh here's a little sip of brandy and bite into this whole onion <laughs> oh right 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 they Your were like mom was like the old the wives grandma tales. on uh, beverly hillbillies yes she's like here's the cure for this chew on this little piece of something like bark that i got out in the woods and like throw back this like boozy beverage and like <laughs> eat two so eat two cloves of garlic and you'll be cured and Did I gotta, it work? I got to say, I mean, knock on wood, I never get sick. Okay. And maybe that's I, a secret. You know, and I, I think it's because, like, you know, my mom was like, no hand sanitizer, no nothing. I was just, like, playing in the dirt and biting my nails and just got exposed to everything. And then, like, when I was sick, it was like, meh, let your immune system work it out. That's fine. Except for meth. She's on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can say with... I almost 100% certainty my mom has never been on meth. So. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I'm reading um, Graham Nash's uh, mm. autobiography. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And I admittedly, yesterday I said to Adam, you know, I'm reading this Graham, you know, from Crosby, Seals and Nash, Graham Nash. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm reading this rock and roll autobiography and I'm telling you what, I don't see the downside to cocaine at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I do know my mom was great. doing that during the 80s. Was she? Oh my gosh! Please, in the, because they—I don't think people really knew. I mean, my mom was like well into the like, the the. I think they knew. <laughs> did, did they though? Like, yes, I feel like it was like did. more of like like we're talking. My mom worked in like music videos in the film yeah. industry in the eighties and was doing yeah. Kiss music videos and Aerosmith music videos. Yeah, There's I no way I think she wasn't knew. enjoying the booger sugar. My mom's definitely going to be angry tweeting at me. (laughs) It's like, I'm not. She's going to be like, Sarah. She's in good company because Graham Nash was doing it and it sounds great. Like they would do do below before they'd go on stage. And I mean, if you could perform at that level, hi, I am impressed. No, that sounds like the last thing I want is something that's going to keep me up all night and make me talk more. (laughs) I don't need any of that shit. I am well, that's like, true. no, give me, just roll me a joint and we're good to go. Yeah. And just say, no, you guys, I'm just joking. Right. About this cocaine Definitely. Thing. I, just I would no. never, but I'm just saying right. like, they make it sound real enticing. Yeah. Well, anybody who's addicted to drugs kind of does that sometimes. 
True. I bet these people on meth also. Are, ugh, God, that's the worst one. Don't ever do any of that, people. Have you Just ever don't smoked do drugs. meth? No, we've already been done. We've been done. Please. I know, but it's funny to me every time. Every time. I'm like, no, Susie. <laughs> I am so terrified. I told you, once I pretended to do shrooms. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's so funny? My mom is calling right now. Decline. Oh, my- God. It's like she psychically knew I was calling her out on here. She probably did. Oh when you God. call her back, ask her why she called and if she was like, I don't know. I She's going to be you. so mad about this. I'm going to tell you. Well, I, uh, once we went on a family, well, and probably a few times, we would go on these family trips to Yosemite uh, during the summer with our family friends. And it was like our parents, like people that my um, dad was in a fraternity with. So like, you know, they're like college buddies. And now they're all, like, grown up with kids and everything. And we used to go inner tubing down the Yosemite River or whatever that river is in Yosemite. I can't remember. Um, and uh, uh, we learned as adults that our parents were taking shrooms and floating down the river <laughs> high on mushrooms as Jesus. they're supposed to be watching children. That they were like, we good. just did a little. I'm like, oh. <laughs> a little. I don't care. We were in inner micro dosing. Yes. But they were like, whatever. This was the 80s. I'm like, mom, that was the 90s, the 2000s. Whatever. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. God. Your mom's made a real me, character. Made me feel like so much more of a responsible, like, like child sitter and, and just like adults in general. I'm like, oh, look at me not doing, you know, <laughs> drugs. drugs as I'm watching children. One She's going to be so mad. Your mom helped you choose it was all of your Everlane clothes. Yes, she did. Oh, and she has good taste, let me tell you. Right. That's why she was on working on all those music videos and yes, stuff. Yes, yes. And she knows what we know, which is that Everlane makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. I just bought another um, turtleneck, as you guys know how I feel about turtlenecks. Yes. Um, because they are perfect. You get the ribbed one. That is the ticket. Oh, okay. Because um, it's like fitted. They are fitted. so cute. It's fitted yes. and it's flattering and it looks really classy with everything you wear. So get that. Um, they're transparent about pricing. Um, they have perfect like classic items that you can bolster your entire wardrobe with. Versatile, simple, stylish. And right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash brain candy. Plus you get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash brain candy, everlane.com slash brain candy. Yes. Ah, oh, fun. Fun, fun. Fun, fun. Um, okay, so other thing that I've been meaning to talk to you about for a long time. Um, okay. And this is like a term that I, I feel like I keep hearing it like around and I didn't really know what it was and I just kind of want I want like Susie to explain to Sarah everything um (laughs) what if I don't know it you do you do so the term counter or counter uh cancel culture yeah that's like a big thing that's going around right now yes and and you're not familiar no not really but now that I've heard it referenced in like a few of these articles I've read like I just read an article yesterday or whenever it was on how they're canceling the Victoria's Secret fashion show yeah and how people are like this is all kind of part of the cancel culture thing and I'm like what I don't put that at all in the category me neither so what no. is what is cancel culture like in your explain that to me? Cancel culture is when usually a celebrity or someone that's well known does something that's unsavory, be it racism or like 
you know, beat up their wife or whatever. Yeah. And then we're like, you're canceled. We're never going oh. to consume whatever products you make or movies you create. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Why so are they using canceled. that in the, the, maybe it's like we're pushing back on what Victoria's Secret runway show is. Mm. Well, like, a lot of the people that hate cancel culture are people who also would say that we've become too politically correct. And so they're probably arguing that yeah. the Victoria's Secret runway show it got canceled just because it's um, like anti-feminist. Yeah. But that's not why it got canceled. Victoria's Secret is in big trouble financially because they are refusing to accommodate, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, a variety of sizes And they are kind of shitty about, like, uh, lower-income people or or bigger people. Yeah. And it's crappy. Yeah, it is. And so they're just not selling very many items, and so they had to cancel their runway show. Oh, okay. The article also argued that it was because Instagram models are more recognizable now and like the idea of these runway models is kind of like falling by the wayside like we were like "Mm, we don't really care about them as much anymore and then somebody else made the argument that it is because porn is so much more easily accept like accessible and like why would we all be like gathered around like or even like the swimsuit edition like the sports illustrated swimsuit edition or victoria's secret like catalogs or whatever they're like not being hidden under 13 year old beds anymore yeah. And so they're like, well, we don't need to have this. Yeah, I, I think those things are contributing to the fact that the runway show isn't what it used to be, which was titillating and scandalous and right. provocative. Now it's like, oh, ladies, like two skinny, big boob ladies in underwear. Yeah, underwear that we can't afford. And who the hell is going to, like, I don't need some angel wings. Like, it's so weird. It well, is and they ca- make a really good point, like... um the lingerie addict that we follow. Oh, yeah, love her. Cora Harrington. Yeah. She talks about how, you know, Victoria's Secret did not roll with the times. And they kept that same business model of, like, basically wearing things that your husband would like. Ugh. Rather oh, than celebrating God, women. You are so right. Yeah. The things that are so uncomfortable. Now we're just shitting on Victoria's Yeah, Secret. I'm fine with that. I know joke. There's a there's a picture that I took like I mean months ago, Susie. I took this photo of a pair of underwear that I saw on Victoria's Secret's website and I I still I'm going to definitely send you this photo and post it when we do this when this <laughs> airs because I saved the photo specifically so I can t- show you and be like what the fuck are these? <laughs> what are they? They're underwear that it's like the butt's exposed, and they're just two straps that are holding yeah. it up. It just doesn't make any sense. How, like, and then I even went to this. I was like, I got to try these on. What a joke. <laughs> you did not. Oh, my God. Like, the biggest joke I've ever. I was like, this is ridiculous. These don't look cute at all. They're, it just is like, they, it makes no sense. That's really funny. Yeah. So I love that you were open to it and then we're like, absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> stupid. You know, <laughs> some of them I'm for, but then I was like, where's the normal? Like, it just seems like, what the heck? I don't know. You're totally right with it's like stuff for your husband, not for. Yeah, not you. for women. And like, 
I understand why people push back about cancel culture because it does it it, it is growing and becoming like a bit much where we're canceling people like just for making an honest mistake right. and then they apologize and you feel like mm, I don't think they should be canceled because they fucked up. But then people like Louis C.K. would be an example of someone who has been canceled. Uh-huh. But then, you know, they come back eventually. So I don't uh. even think the canceling really works. They all come back. So I also heard this. Um, so a little bit ago, oh, I think it was, what concert was it? It was at a, oh, Tyler, the Creator concert. And Drake, so Tyler, the creator, he is an artist and he's throw, he has this concert and he's, they're like hinting the whole time at this like special guest who's going to come on and everybody thinks it's Frank Ocean and people are super excited about being Frank Ocean. It's Frank Ocean, blah, 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 blah. Well, then the concert happens and it's not Frank Ocean that's the guest, it's Drake. And Drake gets mm. booed off stage. Drake. Oh, why? Why Boot. don't people like him? People, well, they do, but apparently it's like everybody was expecting Frank Ocean and then didn't get him. And it's like, to me, exactly. I had the same response. To you. What, what, why? People don't like it? Like, what the heck? And to hear an entire crowd who's there to see Tyler, the creator, that's kind of like, I mean, it feels like, okay, you'd like him. You'd probably like Drake, too. Like, why are you disappointed to see one of the best names in music? And, and so, like, all these articles are coming about coming out on how, like, this rash of booing incidents at concerts reveal that fan culture is getting more toxic. I would agree with that. And I think there's something to this. And then, so that was kind of linked to also this, like, cancel culture thing, too. How, like, you know, it didn't take long before, like, one person, like, I don't know, a group in the crowd starts booing, and then everybody else starts booing. And next thing you know, we're booing off one of the top recording artists, like, of this... Yeah, it's just like a mob mentality. A mob mentality thing. And it's kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see that. Because it does feel out of control when you're in a situation like that. Absolutely. Just like a whole crowd, like a crowd, everybody, it kind of freaks me out, you know? Yeah. I don't and know why. people kind of but... like lump everybody into the same category. Like, let's say, um, uh, I don't know. Gwen Stefani had the Harajuku girls or whatever they called Mm -hmm. them. And people are wanting her to apologize for appropriating Asian culture. So they might be, maybe they would cancel her. But then Bill Cosby's like raping a bunch of women and isn't sorry about it. And he would get canceled too. And it sort of is all in the same category rather than, correct. you know, like treating each thing with the appropriate level of outrage. Yeah. I want to cancel T.I., Oh my God, he is so canceled. Canceled. And He's did, not even fixing it. I know. Did you see the red table talk? Yes. Did you watch it? I saw clips. Oh, can you give me up? Can you hi- give me highlights from that? Because I'd like to. Like on one hand, he's um, backpedaling and saying, "Like I didn't realize how serious this was," and I mean, I was being playful and I was like exaggerating and stuff. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, he said, "Like." Part of the double standard is if she gets pregnant, our whole house changes. But if my son impregnates a girl, that doesn't affect my household. And but I'm like, like it kind of should. You. Yeah, that's your problem. Yeah, like what do that, you mean doesn't really affect your household? Me. Because yeah. I don't think that that's true at all. And what do you mean it doesn't affect your household? Right. I don't like I, it. I was so grossed out by that, and that's his effort to fix it. Yeah. 
So I, I saw another Instagram, saw a woman on Instagram who was wanted to call out Will Smith in that because okay. if you if you see the beginning of that, I don't know if it was actually on the show or if this was like a behind the scenes clip that I mm-hmm. saw, but it was them walking to like so ti like i don't know comes to the set or it's at their house i don't know where it how they shoot it but um they go to like prep to go sit down and like will smith is there and they're and ti's like oh are you gonna join us and will smith's like no 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 i'm staying like oh yeah yeah, i'm staying out of this this is all you Mm -hmm. or whatever and the woman online was like this is the problem that like the men are going like oh i don't want to be involved in this when really we need to engage men in this conversation and maybe it would be great for ti to have another man there to kind of i don't know push back or get like it just seems like see that and and so the, the woman was like, "You're you're not doing the right thing, Will Smith." And this is like the problem that we need men to be, you know, responding in the right way to this too, and not kind of put it on, you know, all the women. And I think this is like something that happens with, you know, I, I I'm part of a, a a board that is looking at like uh, sexual assault in Hollywood, and um, uh, one of the things that I hear from a lot of women in this group um, who have who are survivors, uh, they'll say, like, a lot of the ideas are, like, we need self-defense classes, and we need to teach women this, and blah, blah, blah. It's all focusing on what the women can do. And I'm trying so hard to push back and be like, we need to engage men. This isn't just a woman's thing, and our our actions should not be, hey, let's learn how to protect ourselves. Shouldn't it be like, hey, maybe people should stop raping women? Yeah, let's prevent it rather yeah, than... Yeah, and it feels like we're focusing on the wrong thing, and I feel like this all kind of falls into that same category, and I'm just like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's I like see that. We're not... I don't know. We're not getting it at the source. Yes, we're just, mm-hmm. like, dealing with, like, the symptoms and, like, how to, like, just kind of, like, survive it, not eradicate it. Well, one way you can survive the holidays is by going with Stamps.com instead of having to go to the post office. Yes, because who wants to go to the post office? Nobody. Absolutely you can print no one. Out postage from your desk or your house, wherever you are. Put it on any size package or envelope, and any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it, and then you just hand it to your mail carrier, put it in your mailbox. It's that simple, and you get five cents off every first class stamp and forty percent off uh, priority mail up to, and uh, it's you're saving money and time. Come on, come on. It's that time of year. It's the perfect time to do it. Don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com and said there's no risk. With our promo code BRAINCANDY, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus pre-postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BRAINCANDY. That's Stamps.com. Enter BRAINCANDY, Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Uh, there you go. Okie dokie. So, yes, all of that's depressing and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I have a, uh, uh, amazing badass bitch of the week story. Okay. Which we haven't heard in a long time, I feel like. Oh, wait. I bet I already know. Seuss, first yeah. of all, let me just show you, like, the video is amazing and I'm going to 100% <laughs> make you watch all of this. But I'll just show you the picture of this woman who's so badass, 82-year-old woman named Willie Murphy, getting ready for bed on a Thursday night when a man begins pounding on her door, telling her to call an ambulance, totally fake, 
didn't, wasn't hurt at all. Then he becomes angry, kicks through the door, and she's like alone, dark in her house. She's 82. Guess what? She beat the shit out of him. And it is, <laughs> she's so cute. She was like, it's kind of semi-dark. I'm alone and I'm old, but guess what? I'm tough. And she says this as she flexes. Oh my God, this woman is ripped. She's 82 years old. She is a bodybuilder, award-winning bodybuilder, who says she works out at her local YMCA every day. Shout out to the YMCA. I love it. And she totally took this guy down. She took the table and started smashing him with the table. Yeah, I mean, it is she, so great. She dumped shampoo on his head. Oh, I didn't even and, know that. And she beat him with a broom until cops arrived. It's <laughs> so great. And he was, oh my gosh. I mean, if she is, she says she can deadlift 225 pounds, but she struggled to drag the man out of the house. <laughs> well, I saw this on Twitter today. Um, the AP was tweeting about it. And they, you know, the title was like 82-year-old female bodybuilder kicks a burglar's ass or whatever. And then I just replied beneath it, female bodybuilder, also known as bodybuilder. Yes. Why are they calling it a fucking female bodybuilder? I, I mean, maybe it wouldn't have been as exciting of, of a headline. It was just bodybuilder beats up. There's a picture, though. I yeah, mean, there is. And, and she's she 82. Not? It's great. Oh, my mm. gosh. Um, and... <laughs> I just love that he has to get carted off in an ambulance before he goes to jail. <laughs> that is so great. It's the best. There's good I have a, for her. Good for her is right. And like, you know, don't sleep on anybody because it was real funny to hear. I, I heard the uh, uh, the owner of her gym was talking and he was like, I outweigh her by about 100 pounds and I wouldn't be, want to go toe-to-toe <laughs> with her. She is real tough. And it is it's just so, so great. It's impressive when these folks are that that age and they are still so active yes what do you think her motivates her she just loves it yeah you know maybe like she just didn't didn't ever stop and it really weightlifting is really good to keep your you know bones healthy and you know bone density and fight osteoporosis and all this really good stuff so She's just and like kicking you can tell. burglars ass and kicking burglars asses. Mm-hmm. That's and so there great. was a woman who uh, was at my rock climbing gym years ago, and she would cl- I would see her climbing all the time, and like like lead climbing where she's like setting all the stuff herself and with all the ropes and just like real professional, well into her seventies. Mm. And it was just so awesome to see her there all the time and just like crushing it. I'm like, man, that keeps you young. That is That's really, really cool. cool. Yep, yep, yep. But a similar story to like the uh, the you know un- unexpected uh, you know people attacking back. <laughs> when I was um, oh I was young, like I was young, a kid, and my good friend Morgan um, was a she is uh, a junior Olympics black belt in karate. And she does not like to talk about this. She's like, she used to hate when I would like, you know, we'd be like 13 and I, or maybe like 15 and going and like hanging out with boys. And I'd be like, hey, guess what? My friend, she could totally kick your ass. She's a black belt in karate and she's won junior Olympics. And she had, she was so freaking good and never wanted to talk about it. And she worked at the, worked out at this dojo where there was another woman who was probably like, I mean, she was young, like 18, 19, 20, something like that. But she's in a parking lot, and a man comes up to her and tries to, like, attack her and, like, 
I don't know what he was going to do, rape her, kidnap her, who the hell knows. This little, you know, tiny 18, 19-year-old girl beat the living daylights out of him to the point where he was like, they said that he was like peeing blood and like had to go instantly <laughs> to the hospital, was so no. beat up they could not take him into the, they, he had to go to the hospital like ASAP before he could be arrested. And the, people were like, looked at who was doing the, the you know, who, who it was that kicked his ass. And like, no, it was like shocking that this girl was the one who beat him that up. Is so and it good. was because she did karate and she worked out at this dojo and she was really like newer stuff and like took all the self-defense classes and here i am just saying like it's not self-defense classes we need but if you take them and you're gonna get attacked well you know it does well, work that's sometimes great because i kind of felt like those sorts of you know martial arts were antiquated because so many people you know have guns and everything that it mm-hmm. just felt like really what are you gonna Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But that's so encouraging that it can still be effective and yep. Yep. make him pee blood. I know. That was such a great story. They like afterwards, cause like they would, they were telling us at the, at the dojo. Cause I would like go there and hang out and like, you know, yeah. go to the, like my white belt classes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I was like, I just want to be cool adorable. too. Yeah. And I was like, I love the uniform. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and they were telling us, they were like, yeah, he, he was, pee and blood for a while like she busted up his kidneys <laughs> or something like that because they like teach you where to kick and how to kick and she like did it with just the right amount of force to where this guy was like oh who Why knows does your friend not like to talk about it though you know i think she, well she i talked to her like a little bit about it when she was you know an adult and we were both a little older and she said that she felt like it made it kind of like mask made her look seem more masculine and like mm. she it it and then also she said whenever boys that age knew, they always wanted to be like, oh, yeah, you want to fight me? And they would, like, challenge yeah. her about it. And then yeah, it, it turned into then, a thing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And, she, like, I didn't even see that at that time. I was just like, oh, my God, let me brag about how cool my friend is and everything. But she was like, I hated having to, like, then prove myself. Or, like, they would always, like, say something stupid afterwards. Or, like, all of a sudden I, I wouldn't be put in the same category as, like, the other girls now i'm morgan the fighter or the you know yeah and she didn't like that and i'm like oh my god but you you're like a gold medalist like please she like, really has a gold medal from the junior olympics real that's amazing amazing right and you'd never guess with morgan huh no yeah she can kick somebody's ass she was so good <laughs> god that's so exciting mm-hmm. i love it she still has amazing legs from it too no for real like the woman has like insane legs and she said it's because she spent six years in a squat right like in a low position like ready to fight <laughs> like wow i know Real and then cool. she quit yeah i think it was like she just, it was tired of all like the bullshit that she got from like the guys about it i really do think that was it i'll have to ask her about it now they should make a movie about it her called like karate karate lady <laughs> They did make a karate kid with a girl, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, but she's an adult now. That's true. <gasps> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Did- Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you see that karate kid for that one? 
with the girl? I saw the one with um, Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, I like him. Do you? Oh, so much. Oh, yeah, you do. His music now, so good. I was just listening to it the other day. It is really good. No, it's really good, Susie. I know. This is so funny (laughs) because I was totally telling Ren this, too, about how you push back. I'm like, come on, (laughs) Jaden, and how we've already had this conversation, and now here we're doing it all over again. And I'm like, no, he's really good, and I have to, like, defend Jaden Smith all the time. I don't yeah. think we talked about him. We talked about his food truck, and right. I was annoyed and you were about like, that. Annoyed? I'm like, oh my god, Susie's always annoyed by Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> He's weird, and I don't like the weird, crappy tweets. I'm like, quit oh, trying to seem deep. I, I think he's yeah. deep. I think he's really talented. All right, and like a real artist in so many ways, like visual. Like I love his stuff. I'm really into it. What his. is with you? I don't know. I, I think you. I think maybe you just haven't really like. I don't know. <laughs> Exposed yourself to the true. Uh, 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 you know. I just hate how the whole family is in that weird. Like they're not Scientologists, but they might as well be kind of thing. Yeah, where are they not anymore? They used to be. They never officially. They never were. were. They, they oh. just ran in those circles, and you can tell. Yeah, yeah you can. because they they espouse all of that sort of positive thinking crap. That crap, I hate. she says. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's like my favorite stuff. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so true. But different things speak to different people. That's true, but I like them. So oh yes, God. that's my real. story. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, I'll I'll end with one little one that's like not the happiest, but just an interesting one. Especially since we talked about dogs and how wonderful they were in the last episode. Okay. Uh, this man died from multiple organ failure. After getting licked by his dog. No. Did you see this? No. Oh, so this healthy guy, 63-year-old man, died from septic shock because he was licked by his pet dog. And this is like a brand new case study. They've never seen this any be- ever before. And he had an infection that usually you would get from being bitten. And it would yeah. only kill people with a compromised immune system or if they had, Gosh. oddly, if they had their spleen surgically removed. Like, then you would be, mm-hmm. like, more, Susceptible. I don't know. Yes. And people didn't notice any sort of bleeding. People didn't notice anything. He must have had, like, a cut where the dog licked him. And they didn't, like, figure out what this was. Mm. It was, like, 16 days and he was dead. No. Yes. Isn't that, that crazy? They admin- the doctors like administered antibiotics that, that covered like a whole bunch of infections, but they couldn't figure out what the heck this was. And it wasn't until like the day four that they realized that he was infected by a bacteria that was found in the mouths mm. of cat and, cats and dogs. And then he was given a whole bunch of antibiotics for it, and it, it, it didn't matter. He died 16 days later. Gosh. Right. I mean, I will say that is one of my least favorite things about dogs is that <sighs> incessant licking. And Bo does it so much. She's a licker. She's a licker. I have to tell her to stop. I'm like, Bo, that's enough. But and it's well, so cute. But listen it's, to this oh, craziness. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, no, yeah. Um, what that story reminded me of in the film that I mentioned in the last episode, the uh, Generation Wealth. Yes. They had this porn star on who made a name for herself by being bukkakied by 58, oh. 58 guys. They came on her face. God. And she, she, she got salmonella. No! Salmonella? Right. I'm dying. Suze. 
How did you bear, how did you not t- say this in in the last episode? I, I don't know. I'm the dying. Whole, the Sal movie Manila. had a lot of shocking parts in yes. it, and that was one I of them. Never, and I was like, well, I even <sighs> thought it was funny when you were listing the characters in the movie, and you were like, men who are billionaires porn stars but i was like whoa whoa whoa! Yes. one of these things is not like the other maybe more like well, the others than you think um yeah, yeah. interesting 58 dudes that seems yeah. like uh ooh, ooh. yeah apparently one of them had salmonella and then wow. got that semen right in her eye or whatever oh my god <laughs> i mean what else can you get from that pink eye i'm sure a lot of yeah i'm sure that's really gross i'm surprised she didn't get more stuff you think they were able to identify which man it was <laughs> no, no no of course not oh, no can you believe it they're like we need to test all of your prior sex partners for salmonella oh you mean all 58 of them yeah sure <laughs> i can't yeah so i guess we shouldn't let dogs lick us or bukaki gangbangs oh my god <laughs> that's but also you know on that note important information to round out the end of the episode (laughs) who says you don't learn anything here tis the season we should add some jingle bells right now bukkake does sound seasonal (laughs) right it kind of does like we need a song bring out your christmas (laughs) bukkake sounds like one of those jello salads that people used to make in the 70s oh my god i can't believe that word has been said so many times in this episode i can't that's hilarious on that note leave us a five-star review and tell us how great we are yay all right friends we'll see you next time this podcast is brought to you by wave podcast network Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.